electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Important day. November core CPI brings no real surprises. Up five tenths is in line, down a tenth from a prior month. Futures actually gain some steam here. Hedges come off. The VIX below 20, as the Fed arguably has the go-ahead for a faster taper next week. Our roadmap begins with that inflation surge. Highest read year-on-year since 82. Futures moving higher, but what does it mean for the economic recovery and Fed policy? Plus, SPAC on the street. SEC Chair Gensler says tougher new rules to protect investors will be coming soon. And EV Watch, Ford stopping the F-150 Lightning reservations due to high demand. And GM's Mary Barra says, quote, we're first, full stop. First, though, we'll begin with consumer inflation in the supply chain, Jim. Um, Internals, as as Lee's been said, everything's up. And we talked a lot about used cars and trucks up uh, 31 year on year. You've got to listen to Rich Galanti, who's an amazing CFO at Costco, to get a read on everything that's up. And he just says basically everything that's up. Uh, And there isn't anything that doesn't sell out very quickly when they get it in. uh, One of the things he also says, by the way, is that this, this shipping thing is a disaster. I mean, almost every, the numbers he gave are, are that, get this, they're seeing 79% of containers are late by 51 days. And he calls it, he's got 45 to 5% inflation. It's a great call. Now, the best call I've heard about what inflation means was from Doug Yearly, uh, CEO of Toll Brothers, saying that they can't finish the homes. They have to go to, they have to, go to Home Depot to buy the appliances to finish. So there you've got the, think about the embedded inflation. There's nothing transitory. When you do have to, when you're one of the largest home builders and you go to Home Depot, you you can't go to Whirlpool because they don't have any. So, yeah, it's embedded. It's bad. uh, And obviously, Jay was right to say, listen, we got to go here. Yeah. Meanwhile, 1982 is the last time we saw this rate of inflation. What were interest rates then? That was, it's interesting because that's, if you remember, that was when Reagan was trying to get the economy, if you remember. Well, you were like in diapers. That was Volcker. Uh, I wasn't, Well, Reagan actually. was president. So he yes, was like I'm the aware. President of the United States. But, uh, yes. Well, they worked no. very closely. Reagan used to talk to Democrats. He used to have beers with Tip O'Neill. Thank yes, you, Chris did. Matthews, for a great book about that. But, you, look, they were trying to restart the economy. Uh, but what's amazing to me about this is, you know, I had Hormel on this. I don't even know if we have a clip, but Hormel, which, by the way, seven straight quarters of, of good gains in spam. Yeah. But he listed everything that's, that's up. And the fact is he's still doing well. I, mean, I know, but meanwhile, what? you didn't answer the question. The rates were a lot higher than 1484 no, the 8%. last time we saw anything close to this level yeah. of your view. I sold 14, I sold uh, treasuries when I was at Goldman Sachs. They were 14% U.S. treasuries 30 year. And I used to sit there and I used to call, and you don't make any money off selling those. You can't jam people on the tre- You can't charge more for treasury. But it, every, I, I ruined all my customer base because there's never going to get anything better than a, no. than a 14% treasury out 30 years. And they're finally rolling off. But, yeah, I mean, we're really – the rates are so low, it's kind of 
crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're a gardener and you love all things yes, landscaping. Absolutely. Would you get, do you give Pal credit for sort of aerating the lawn at this point? Oh, he totally gets credit. By the way, uh, outdoor furniture for summer selling out like mad at Costco. Uh, yeah, I think you got to give him credit. Look, I mean. You know, I think one of the reasons why he's so great is that he really kind of did wait to see how far. Remember, he said, I want the pandemic to play out. Now, we do have some spikes, obviously, but he's a man of his word. He basically said, I got to wait. It looks like it's running to its course. And now it's time to act. Now that everyone's full. Did you see unemployment data yesterday? So, yeah, it's time to act. Can he stop? Can he start creating cars uh, that have uh, chip shortages? No, but. He can cool down housing, and housing is... Housing is, those numbers are right. very although, notable. Although Shelter, shelter three, four. Yeah. It's a huge part of this. Amazing. Now, you really did say of the affordable luxury, they will not be deterred by, by higher rates, but there are people who basically want very much to get out of an apartment. Apartments 97% are full. I mean, the country's operating at full tilt, and full tilt, it's like a steel mill. You know, they can't operate at more than 98%. Do 102, they burn out. We're done. We can't work. This economy can't can't be hotter. It is the hottest I've ever seen. Much hotter, of course, than eighty two. Well, you you made the Roaring Twenties comment this week. It is got a huge play. It is. Did he? Yes. Didn't really. Oh uh, yeah, it was all over the place. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So is that going to be? Hey, listen. My daughter listened to my investment call yesterday. It's like that was big. It, she she's, liked that. She liked your investment call. She liked call? it. Yeah. That's nice. She thought I was funny. And there was a shout out to the someone from her town when the town did kind of burn down. Oh, look, Oregon. there it is. There's oh, my you God. And your That's a good club. haircut. Shoot. Yeah. I could sharp. Oh, Look at I all could, those I people. Could, I could take off a couple of What were all those people doing, Jim? There's 50 people from 50 states, David. Wow. Listening to the investment club, which is a lot more than you did. Uh, well, I was, cool. you know, I was working, okay? Oh, I was with, working. I think he was on air. You guys were on air yesterday. It was really yes. weird. We worked a lot. But with, so did you. No, but yesterday was insane. What I love, though, is you gave the club stuff that they're not going to get on television, right. the Disney call, for example. Yeah, we bought some Disney right in the, in the conference call, and I really think that Disney's right. Uh, we also had this interview. I think we have oh, look a at all those people sound waving. one. I think we have a little bit of what Jim Farley said. He made major news on our club call. Let me hear it. Let me oh, hear well, it. Ford CEO it. Farley. Yeah, Jim Farley. Okay, we're going to give him one that's second. That's amazing. They're getting that ready. Well, that's like there was this guy came up when he wasn't ready yet, and it was like he made this cameo, one of our people. Yeah. It's funny. You know, uh, um, on Closing Bell, Stephanie Link went after your Disney call. It's funny. She, like, I, she didn't, you know, I just thought it was interesting. She, uh, anyway, you know, we have the Farley sound, so we could go to we that don't. if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. We have Jim Farley. We don't have the, Correct. the wrong Farley. We have Tom Farley. We got Jim Farley. <laughs> we got Jim Farley. Let's get a Farley Take a listen. We're completely oversubscribed with our battery electric vehicles, Lightning especially, the F-150 Lightning, America's best-selling vehicle. Everyone loves the electric version. They haven't even driven it yet. Where do they drive it? Uh, Zero to 60 in like, you know, like a 911. Uh, It's just an incredible product. It powers your house for four days. Um, We we had to stop reservations. We've got so many. Well, that's important because one of the things that's happened is is that the one, when he talks about it, Jonas. Yes, just, the analyst uh, at yeah, Morgan well, Stanley. People can catch he seems to be that. having an existential crisis he and does, wrote some sort does. of report well, this thing about of, a death, death of an, an auto, auto analyst. analyst and we're I, a little concerned but about Biff it. But Biff was saying, you know, <laughs> 
Apple say, look, this, what's interesting is that we've been comparing the reservations of Rivian and Tesla to Ford reservations. Well, reservation, well now we know he stopped. We were thinking, oh, I guess that, that was just kind of a blip. No. And he's going to get, I think he's going to get permission to build all of the plants he needs. By the way, uh, Mountain Pass MP Materials, uh, they have found, they're, they're building a giant factory with GM. Mary Barra should not be discounted in this thing. She is making it so that she's going to have the, the magnet capacity. And I think that she's going to be a comer. So we, we kind of, I love talking about Tesla and Musk who keeps selling stock. That's great. Mary Barra ain't selling stock, she's selling cars. That's a good business. Yeah. Uh, of course, Toyota, which had hoped to have some normal production as yeah. of this month, is having to push that back, at least in Japan, uh, because this, you know, the supply constraints that we thought might be cleared up by year-end right. are sticky. Well, that's why you have to do what Farley did. I mean, contracts long-term with uh, global foundries. You have to do these long-term contracts. America was way too much interested in just-in-time. Just-in-time is not great for a company that's trying to figure out whether to build a giant fab. Right. Um, and an interesting story in the journal today, even though you will not see on the horizon quite as many ships waiting to dock at the L.A. port, they're just further out there or they're slowing their passage by by double, basically oh, so taking twice as long to get here because they're just going slower. Oh, so that whole idea that there's it's clearing up. It's not it's a big mean, village. Ships are in anchor for shorter amounts of time. Yes. But they can't help the, the line outside the club door, right? Look, look we're in a boom of unprecedented proportions. We've got to start saying, you can't, look, when, when you can't keep spam on the shelves, guys, that may be the definition of a boom. You can't keep spam. Can't I have to have a spam on the shelves? Spam selling too quickly. Really? Yeah. No I, no, I made that up. That's a, a lie. No, we had it last time. Pumpkin night. spice spam? Yeah. Pumpkin spice spam. You From can't. Hormel. That thing, that's yeah. a collector's item. Well, Costco did mention the cream cheese uh, uh, shortage the on the call. The schmear. They've got enough, so we can stop worrying about that at least. Oh, no, good. I'm glad. Actually, that was very worrisome. It's always something. Do you remember the actress who said it's, it's always something? Yes. Keep the cream cheese, cream cheese issue, my friend Gary Greengrass and Brendan Greenwood said they're going to actually have to make the bagel hole bigger. That's how they're going to deal with it. <laughs> I gotta tell Glanty that. Glanty tells a joke a day. He's a starting CFO. He's hysterically funny. He always puts a couple of jokes in the call, and the analysts never get them. Never. When we come back this morning, SEC Chair Gensler uh, taking aim at SPACs in an online video that you gotta see. Take another look here at the futures. As we said, uh, VIX now about 19 and a half, and uh, 10 year yields session low despite CPI. We're back in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. 
For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Suppose a group of strangers came up to you and said, I have a company that doesn't do much of anything, but sometime in the next two years, we'll merge with another company. I don't know what that company is yet. Would you invest in the stranger's company? What if I told you that if the strangers complete a merger, they get to pocket 20% of your investment? That's essentially what a special purpose acquisition company, a SPAC, does. That's SEC Chair Gensler taking aim at uh, special purpose acquisition companies in an online video. Interesting new way of communicating. Actually saves some firepower for against pipe investors who he argues are getting a leg up on regular, normal, I guess, investors, yeah, he I, says. And I know we're going to Dave on this, but I... This was such a breath of fresh air. I mean, this is Chairman Gensler. Jim, that does not sound like a man who uh, thinks highly of SPACs. I mean, uh, he trashed them like you wouldn't believe. He buzz fed them. Yeah, BuzzFeed is one. No, this is a remarkable video. Must be watched. You know, the question is, I mean, we've had him on. He's been on with us. We keep waiting. We know these things take quite a while. But do you have any expectation that something is coming soon from the staff and that? We will actually see additional well, regulation and I, then w- where it may be focused. I'm, I'm betting he's betting it's a chilling effect situation mm-hmm. that you know, they're responsible. People say, I, I don't want to be on the griddle when the, the chairman takes aim. Like he says, well, let me give you an example. You don't want to be that example. This was horrifying. I mean, if I were running a SPAC right now, I would just say, oh, my, I. Well, I got to solve this. There are so of, many out there, and we'll get to that. But how many have been found? I mean, uh, found? Uh, uh, well, well, we'll get to all the numbers. I mean, not everything's draft case, No, right? I mean, get, listen, Gensler, we, new rules around marketing practices, uh, tougher disclosure requirements, better alignment. Of course, we've talked so often about right. the alignment of incentives between the SPAC sponsor and the investor. That said, many of these SPACs right now are trading below their $10 issue right. price. Many are uh, and are an opportunity because you can redeem, remember, at 10 or even sometimes $10.20. There's a bit of a yield available to you. And then every so often, you hit the jackpot, a la DWAC, uh, the Trump SPAC, as we call it, that I know a couple of people who owned, owned it, in, in fact, they agreed to be part of the initial underwriting and got warrants and other things as a result of that to get the deal off the ground. And then it hit and it was, uh, look what happened. But it's had a lottery ticket. Yes, it's a lottery okay. ticket. But why not own a lottery ticket if you, can, if you know you're locked in? You know, you buy it at 980 and you know you're going to get 10 or 1020. No, so that's true. happening. But what happens um, with the BuzzFeed, David, which is down so much? What well, happens? You know. We, listen, we, I talked for weeks, remember, about redemption rates and how they right. weren't disclosing them immediately right. and how important they were. This is another example of a company with BuzzFeed where I think it was 94% of shareholders chose to redeem, get their money back, leaving very, very little in the trust account to go to the company than was originally anticipated to help fund its continued growth. 
and that has worried people. And so BuzzFeed shares, as you see, have been very poor. Any number of other names you could have do been a lot of, right? quite poor. And then we have the winners, you know, the lucids of the world that are that are sixfold from what they their their issue price, uh, or at least have been. Uh, at some point and created a massive amount of market value. By the way, we've got another big deal today. What? I don't know if you noticed, Getty Images. Now, there's a real company. That's a real company. It's a real company. I recommend that It's about a $5 billion deal. It's Newberger's SPAC. Uh, They're talking about an enterprise value there of $4.8 billion. It's about 15 times on an enterprise value uh, to what they anticipate adjusted EBITDA will be for next year. So there you at least, you know, you're not talking about out years, 26, 27, 28, where you've got this huge sudden jump that we often see in these projections to cash flow positive from negative. Here you've got a business, obviously, that already has a significant amount of EBITDA. Choosing the SPAC route, though, to go public as opposed to a straight IPO, $150 million pipe there. But guys, this has been one of the phenomena of the year, and it's not stopping. Um, you know, our friend Neil Danix over, we call it SPACalytics, SPAC Analytics. I mean, he says this thing is just a machine. You've got 23 SPAC IPOs already to December 9th versus 62 for November. So December's running right. hotter. You've got 591 IPOs so far now coming uh, in 2021. And you know, Jim, to your, answer your question, 568 are seeking a deal. I mean, again, it goes back to this idea of how do you chase that many opportunities and what do you do and what are you willing to offer in order to get your deal done, given you as the sponsor still are in a position, to Mr. Gensler's point, to make money even when the stock falls well below 10 bucks. And as we know, even though redemptions can be very high, these deals still get approved and rarely renegotiated. Remember when Dave Cody started with Vertiv? Yes, great spec. What they looked there for. Are some, they had a business they wanted to are, buy. There they worked the other way. There's right? no doubt. There they had are a business deals they wanted to buy the business. That are good deals and, and that, that represent potentially good value over time, that have good management teams. Um, but it requires a lot of focus from the investment community in order to. And so, with so many out there, it's hard, Carl, well, to know I find, where to even go. Um, I hope that Gensler succeeds and people watch the video realize this is it's a, it's a racket. Well, for those who haven't seen it, uh, one more piece from it. It's not too long, but it does raise the question of how his communications are going to evolve further in the future. Here's, here's a little bit more of it. We need to make sure that investors and SPACs are being protected. Look. You as an investor get to decide about where to put your money, but companies raising money from the public have to provide adequate disclosures. I think we can enhance the disclosures that companies raising money via SPACs make. I've asked staff for recommendations about how we might update our rules so that investors are better informed about the fees, the costs, the conflicts that may exist with these SPACs. We'll also work to hold bad actors accountable and keep a close eye on all the parties in these transactions. Does it make you feel that SPACs are now a higher priority than crypto, payment for order flow, China, or any of the other boiling I, pots? I felt yes. I think that it's, uh, this is something that I think that, that Chairman Gensler has wanted to do. Remember when we said his plate was too full? Yep. By the way, oh. these are the SPACs that have uh, you know, not yet done a deal. Now we've got the SPACs that have announced a deal. Just to give you a sense, they're trading below, right? And then the SPACs that did a deal, we track them. They're also below. So the only ones trading above are actually the ones that haven't announced the deal. Well, and, and Jim points out that everyone early made money no matter what in these. He's not Sondheim, by the way, when you have that orchestration. That's not Sondheim, the late great. Who did not even get mentioned on our show? Yeah, he should have. He, he's been remembered. The lights were dim this week on Broadway. Really, I, yeah. It's amazing, man. I got to meet him. I, 
You did? Titan. Yes, I did. Pacific Overtures in Boston. Okay. Yeah. It's it's fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. I met him at Merrily one Did you night. really? Yeah, was, was he just David? So I'm, I didn't meet him. You never, never met, met him? him? Never met Sonda. Have you met anybody? Yeah, a handful of people. <laughs> and he was up near me in Roxbury, too. He was you could have just, yeah. just. I know. I could have stopped by for a drink. <laughs> yeah. All the to the ladies who lunch. Vodka Stinger. Yeah, exactly. Kramer's Mad Dash coming up and the opening bell. Uh, take a look at futures uh, getting better uh, after our CPI runs a bit hot. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart Pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. All right, let's get to a, a mad dash as we count you down to the last trading session of the week about seven minutes from now. Broadcom reported after the bell. What do you think? Yeah, you know, David, you and I know Broadcom. This is an amazing company. Big cash generator, but pays a good dividend. Buy, now it's $10 billion buyback. And Hawk Tan has been on our show. Well, one of the reasons why a lot of tech is flying today is because he basically just said, and he can do this, everything is strong. Uh, hypercomputing is strong. Uh, you, you know, telco is strong. Now, telco, remember, big customer is Apple. You can't mention Apple. But uh, this is the most bullish I've ever heard him. He wants to put the $10 billion to work right now buying stock back. Uh, there is uh, just basically what he's saying is the spend for hypercomputing among the giants, the mega giants that we talk about in tech is unprecedented and uh, they can't make stuff fast enough. You know, Jim, this is a company that also, though, has used M&A as an important component of its strategy, pivoting from chips to software with the acquisition, of course, of Computer Associates. Right. But uh, buying back $10 billion of stock indicates, in a way, perhaps, that there's not anything he sees near term that he wants to buy. Not indicates. He point blank says it. Yeah. He says, look, there really isn't anything to buy. Now, isn't it interesting that you could have all those SPACs trying to find things to buy, and the number one acquirer in the tech space has nothing to buy, and he's a very shrewd acquirer. So I think we keep hearing people who want to raise money to buy things, but the kinks who know how to buy things are staying away. Everything's too now he likes Right, exactly. He would, I'm sure there are potential things that oh, yeah, he doesn't want to pay for, but, it's in a, but does that detract from the story? Because they have had a good track record of buying things at the right price and executing potentially at least on synergies well, and everything else. It doesn't detract because he basically can call his own tune. He basically name his price and make you do long-term contracts. Uh, this remarkable call, I've never heard Hawk so uh, uh, a about really? his business. Yeah. And the analysts were surprised. He was kind of just so happy. A happy Hawk. Happy Hawk. All right. We've got a lot more uh, for you, including an opening bell. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast.
Oracle's up in the pre-market after posting a quarterly beat driven by cloud. Company announces a $10 billion increase in the buyback. Last night on the earnings call, Larry Ellison took a veiled swipe at AWS in wake of that recent outage. He said one major customer told him that Oracle's cloud, quote, never, ever goes down. Uh, do uh, meanwhile, Deutsche ups to buy this morning, Jim. This was an amazing call. Uh, poor Dave and I went up there. I was trying to figure out whether to talk about Oracle or talk about what, what we ended up doing Broadcom. And, uh, Larry Ellison is in fine fettle on this. He completely trashes SAP. Basically says that they're a donor to his business. Yes, AWS. He talks about how the idea that his cloud doesn't really have any, any people. It's all digital, so it can't go down. On-prem, very strong. List some nameplates. Every big bank. Uh, bank of America, this one, they just onboarded. Uh, those who want to see what a competitive CEO is like, David, Ellison pulls no punches. I mean, at one point he says, hey, you know, and Mark, and Mark Benioff, he just used Well, he's not it. CEO, actually. No, he's no. chairman. Yeah, oh, well, Saffer's yeah. chief just, uh, technical officer or something like whatever, that. He's got but some title. He's, he's chief evangelist, and yeah. I just love him. He didn't like me. He doesn't like you? No. no. Like that happens. I once went to his island and he owns a Did you? The Lanai Island? Yeah. yeah it's really good. It's Don't forget, he also owns there. a lot of Tesla. In fact, more Tesla. Mike Santoli reminded me yesterday than uh, Kathy Wood. Really? Yeah. Well, Larry Ellison. He's, an un, he's a visionary. He's a genius. He's a competitor. But he doesn't care about anything other than winning. And you got to love that. He's doing it. Yeah, he is. And one of the things, it's also business is very strong. That's not even, you know, again, that's a tell. The business is made very, very strong. Very, very strong, uh, especially on the enterprise side. There's the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange of the big board. It's clean energy company Altus Power celebrating a listing via SPAC at the NASDAQ event management company C-Vent also celebrating a listing um, imagine a couple of strangers get together and you write them a check, David. <laughs> That's that was, how the games on I mean, video starts. The way he presented that, I think it's clear from Chairman Gensler how he feels, or at least how he feels he must educate people. He, um, he doesn't want what happened in 2000. But they're not going away. SPACs are not going away. It was a feature of this year. It will continue to be. Will we ever see the level of issuance that we saw this year? It's hard to imagine that we'll see eclipsing what it's going to We're going to be close to 600 IPOs with SPACs this year. By the way, IPOs in general, it has not been a good year if you bought them right. oh, after no. the first after trade. The base, yeah. more than but a lot year, of it is due in, in part to SPACs, all so many of them trading below. But many of these deals are bad. But yeah. uh, I was out with dinner with a guy yesterday. So what do you have to say? I got a SPAC. So, Really? Just listen. Yeah. Vitamin spec. We How about the next day? What are you doing? Vitamin spec. Wow. If you and I were smart, we would have all figured this out a couple of years ago, and this, in there'd, be, there'd be empty chairs <laughs> well, here at this no, desk. So we, we have what's called a contract, and we work for a company, and that company's called Comcast. Did you have to bring that up? I just felt like I ought to because I brought up Ford. It's a great company. I, I mentioned Boeing. Um, the stock is up. It's up. Look was at it, that. Half a percent. By the way, I'm glad I have a contract because I could get fired for talking about that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think it was B of A yesterday, guys, that pointed out that a basket of Comcast, uh, Altice, and Charter has underperformed the S&P by 30% in the last three months. House of pain. It's <laughs> house of pain. Yeah. It is. And Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, as we've said, and we did, we did all this yesterday. We don't need to go back over it. Have also been significant underperformers uh, throughout the course of the year. AT&T shares... Yeah. Crawling back, they're down 20%. I was doing a piece on, uh, uh, working on dividend aristocrats because uh, 
you've got Hormel as dividend aristocrat, and ATT had been on that list, David. What is a dividend aristocrat? People Explain raise that the to dividend me. every year. Okay. ATT's not on that. I don't think it'll be on that list this year. No. That was the was a that? key moment of disappointment for you when they cut their dividend as a result of the deal, of course, that they are still pursuing and likely to close in, let's call it, the next four or five months with Discovery to merge the Warner unit with Discovery. Well, when do these stocks bottom? At what point do they represent value? I think there are those who look at Discovery shares right now in terms of what the implied company will be valued at and think that there may be value there. But they're still concerned about the debt level of the company, despite John Malone, for example, coming on and talking about how they're going to be able to delever so quickly and not be as levered as much as, as might be anticipated. Talking about not just cost synergies, but revenue synergies. Nonetheless, leverage plus linear cable network still equals concern. Well, is there a way that you can, without doing a deal, since the government probably will not favor many deals, where you can reinvent yourself and just mm-hmm. come up with a product that is just like Roku. You know, someone Roku came out of nowhere. I don't know. I mean, something that in your device that's just different from what you thought. I mean, I'm a, I, I subscribe to Disney+. Plus. I subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. I do fantasy football show last weekend, obviously. But I, I'm just saying, like, something, hey, something on the drawing board, David. It's a, it's a great point and an interesting question, but oftentimes companies that are the incumbents Incumbent. don't come up Incumbent. with those kinds of uh, significant moves for any variety of reasons, and there have been plenty of books written about it. Well, you uh, wrote the book about this about six months ago, telling people, uh, and I listened, was going to buy one of these stocks from my charitable trust. Thank you. Thank you for pointing out that it's not going to be. And you weren't, you weren't recommending, so you just no. told the truth. No, it's a, it's a competitive environment right now. But we'll see what 2022 brings. I know we just did Oracle, but Jim, 17% gain uh, in Oracle. Stock yeah. began the year at $61. I actually think that Larry does like me, just so you know, uh, because I just think that what matters is, is that in the end, what he says about who really uses him, and at one point he talks about the hybrid cloud. Everybody loves the hybrid cloud, which is like, you're on-premise, but then you can do it to a, one of the cloud companies. We're talking about Google. Yep. He said that, he calls it ridiculous. He says, that's ridiculous. You want to control the whole thing. So you have a, a cloud that can't be hacked, that you're in control of, with a firewall behind you for Prem, and you also own. He's offering you a value proposition that's actually irreplaceable. And that's why you can see Bank of America, one of the smartest companies in the world, going with him. All the banks. I mean, oh, oh, by the way, the healthcare companies all going with him. It, it is a tour de force call. Tour de force. And so how, when we talk about the major cloud providers, obviously AWS and Amazon, and then we've got Microsoft, and then we've got Alphabet, where do you rank Oracle? Well, I, I, in the verticals that they're in, they, it's game, set, match. I mean, one of the things that's so hard is that the... You, you don't know them. Carl, you mentioned earlier something that's really important. Enterprise. Okay, the enterprise is hidden to most of our viewers. But Oracle is so cheap versus these other stocks, it really makes no sense. Remember, that uh, software, the great uh, you know, CEO, says they bought back 47% of the, of the company. Like, remember yesterday you were saying about do buybacks work? Yeah. I mean, holy cow. They're doing that. They return so much money in dividends. This is a company that we used to talk about constantly. And... We stopped. Now, of course, Mark Hurd passed away. 
Yes. And I had a great working relationship with Mark. He always told you about the a, names. He's a real that friend you want. of CNBC. Real great software Cats is, uh, is. Software's amazing. Yeah. Uh, just incredible. Uh, these two, Safra, I do, and I miss Mark because Mark's better. Uh, Safra Katz and, and Larry Ellison are titans. And we don't even, it's like, well, yeah, Oracle. It'll be Oracle's uh, gigantic. Another, that. another chief executive you've been very complimentary of oh, has Adam been Aaron. Adam Aaron. Oh, I knew it. You knew it. You know what? Yeah, I can read it. your mind. Uh, yes, just like can. Just like Carson with, uh, I'm the great Carnac. Carnac. Yeah. People Am don't I, Does that make me uh, make man? No I don't know. Um, he sold, I mean, I've been talking about it. I'm like, right. he's just, all he can do is wait to sell. You know, sold another 300 and what, 12, what 313,000 shares. Yeah. He owns now only 96. I say only, now owns 96,000 shares of common. So the CFO sell After it all, a right? sale of 313. CFO's done. He's out. Yeah, but he gets more stuff. He gets okay. More stuff. Uh, so he sold 18,000 shares. CFO Sean Goodman uh, owns zero right now. Uh, they were all by 10B51 trading plans adopted, right. you know, uh, as well. But they're managing to monetize. As I kind right. of, we knew but they they're would. also offering very interesting things that kind of club-like feel when you're a shareholder, right? I mean, free popcorn, nothing yet with NFT. NFT. He, uh, free popcorn is definitely worth it. He stokes the apes, a, right? He's got the apes yeah. going for him. So he's got a $14.5 billion market value still. Yeah. yeah. You think it's probably overvalued versus? I, I, mean, I think that big, there is a general yeah. belief amongst those who follow the company closely in the analyst community that it is vastly overvalued. And yeah. how about GameStop after that terrific call yesterday? Um, GameStop did not have a great, uh, the great call day was, yesterday. The call, they've got to really start running the call. I mean, that call is like, you know, M-I-C-K-U-I. They, they've been unwilling to uh, be as transparent, at least as, I mean, if we're going to start comparing meme names. Well, I'll tell you something. Remember, it's always Ryan Cohen, the co-founder. Co-founder Chewy, meme, meme, meme. Chewy's quarter wasn't so hot. No, we, we, we haven't done Chewy. They got uh, Just an EBITDA miss. Although, uh, Singh did a good job, and they do. He did. We had, more we had him on they closing bell yesterday, the CEO. Yeah, well, they said it was on Mad Money, but I watched it. I felt great. Oh, but yeah, I, I he was, and he was on with Sarah and, and myself. Yeah. Well, they said it was on Mad Money. Well, they were wrong. But Q, Q4 revenue guide was basically in line. Nothing nothing too fancy. No, but look, I mean, Chewy's, it's not being hurt. It's taking customers, but you, you never want to hear that they, were, they got a supply chain issue. Now, was it... Uh, Look, they're very transparent, and they're getting more per customer. I thought that mattered great. Was it better than Lulu in terms of a bad call of the night? I don't wow. know. Mirror, Lulu, mirror on the Lulu's wall. Lulu's only down 1%. Lulu has, I mean, it is. Well, it's just it's, mirror. Everything it's, else Lulu's good. valued at a, at, a, at a multiple to revenues that is extraordinary for any company, yeah. let alone a retailer. They took it, but many they, say that it is well-deserved given what this company's been able to Mirror's accomplish. Mirror's not doing that. And though. it's $54 billion market value. Well, the, you know, the, all the clothing was doing well, but people were really focused on Mirror, their acquisition, that they, and, and, and how it may not be working, uh, sales expectations lower. They did talk it down. Now, I bought the Mirror for, as a surprise for my daughter who doesn't watch the show. And uh, it comes in like these giant pieces, and you got to have someone uh, you come to your, you have to have someone stay at home, you're ready for it. And it's like it's sitting in my, in my I'm not doing anything with it, dude. It's so big. It's like, I don't want to do it. Mirror. Cracked mirror, black mirror, well, mirror on the wall. They've got that dispute over mirror with Peloton, which today. Oh my God! Did you see that Peloton day gets cut by CS? Um, they go to neutral. Target fifty. They're, that's basically cutting their target in half, and Peloton close to a three handle now, Jim. Wow. Well, you know, I, 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 I hear those things, but like I having a heart attack on a Peloton. 
Uh, Spo spoiler yes, alert. It's a spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler which alert. I don't think the company has addressed. No. Uh, maybe they had a statement. No, I don't know. But look, uh, I, yeah. my wife watched that last night. I'm like, really? Yeah. They killed him off in the first episode? You're not supposed to. It's a spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, David. I don't care. Don't watch it anyway. It's really not very well, good. Well, uh, I think that the downgrade had a lot to be uh, desired because I think that you would have liked that from Foley a little earlier there. John Foley, by the way, is a great competitor, and I don't want to just denigrate the guy. And it is a remarkable thing. But look, the pandemic kind of ran its course. And a lot of the people who were on their wow. exercise like, like classes, and a lot of people want to go out and plan a fitness doing better. Mm. What? What, do you um, what? Well, the pandemic could run its course. I, I, there's some well, people no, might disagree with that. No, no okay. I put it another way. Um, that people are accepting the risk of the pandemic, and they're going back to plan a fitness, which is doing quite well. By the way, by the, way the other downgrade of note is Southwest. Uh, Jim, oh. of course, talked to Gary Kelly and Jordan yesterday. Close to 42. Goldman goes to sell. Their general point, Jim, is they're going to spend a lot more on technology, uh, above average industry cost, and I, I, a longer path to, po or to pre COVID profitability. Well, I, there were, they had an analyst day, and you got three analysts saying bad things. Now, obviously, uh, Gary Kelly's stubbing up the chairmanship, but I, I don't think that it's worth betting against Southwest down here. Uh, it's a pretty good company, but they do have some labor issues. They do have to spend more. All the airlines have to spend a lot on technology because these things, you know, the Southwest good customer service, but the customer service these days is it web, it's you, you know, you get the United, have you been, are you a member of the United Club? No. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's just fantastic. Uh, Spent a lot of my own tech there. Uh, we should quickly do Moderna. Yes, uh, yes. On some flu vaccine data that I guess did not impress the market, Jim. This. The volatility yeah. in this particular name remains remarkable. Mon monster short position. It's one of those things where you, it's very hard to figure out the terminal value. Say, I mean, if a company has all this cash, they have to develop these personalized cancer vaccines in order to be able to justify this. This, this valuation, right? right? I mean, again, because you can't just have. Remember, Pfizer's got this giant pipe, and they have some loss uh, uh, of exclusivity drugs that this is going to tide them over. Moderna is just—it's not one shot, but. No. Yeah, well, that's literally one shot. It's cut in half. I mean, it, at, at one point, I remember it was challenging Merck in terms of market value. Are you now, go, about Zoom? Now Moderna's market value is below $100 billion. It's still a very large oh, company, I mean, and obviously the stock has still been an incredible performer. Even over the last 12 months, it's still up nicely. Well, I love Bansell, and I think he's going to be able to pull off more than people realize. Mm -hmm. But, jeez, that stock got way too hot. It's right. easy to say now, isn't it? Well, we... Yeah. Oh, you mean second-guessing person? Okay. Not that you were. You were never a big proponent. No, you were I've always, never. I like Pfizer because Pfizer has so much going. Yeah. Pfizer's a good company. We, um, we, we should mention, we talked to Oracle. Cisco and Salesforce are both leading the Dow. There, well, is, Cisco, a, there is a report, Jim, that Microsoft is going to get clearance on Nuance in the EU. Yeah. Uh, $16 billion a lot deal. people feel they paid too much for Nuance. I think... I'm not going against what that company does. But Salesforce had this. still waiting for that close, and obviously yeah. the other one is AMD and Xilinx. Salesforce had a very positive, positive meeting, and Mark Benev was in town. Uh, and what he's saying is, you know, Slack is very, very good. You know what else is, Benioff gets mentioned on the Oracle call, uh, and there are people who were, didn't like the Benioff guidance. Remember, he was doing 82 cents, and he cut down to 72 cents. And, and he's blaming the dollar. I'm glad we're in the Benny up part of the show now. Well, 
We did the Farley part of the show. <laughs> That's a good I, I want to talk about Microsoft, and you can't help yourself. You just got to talk about Salesforce. I feel like crying. Where's our, uh, where's our uh, Jensen? You should just have segments titled. Okay, you for, want that? There's, yeah. a, there's a complete... Um, there's a report out today Uh-oh. about who are the winners in the in the omniverse, metaverse, and it's talking about uh, Roblox, of course. Piece, yeah. it, where is? Where is? There's not even a plaque. There's not a monument for Jensen in that piece. So it's getting hit. It's not really getting hit. It's down. Stock's getting hit. Down fractionally. Well, I was going to say that Larry Ellison talked about how the dollar got so strong. Now, when uh, and that it hurt, did curtail some of the enthusiasm. When Benioff said that in the conference call, people ignored it and said, you know, well, geez, he's obviously business is weaker. Didn't say that about Oracle. Uh, Mark did have a, he's been having these very interesting salon dinners. He had Yo-Yo Ma the other day. Hmm. Wow. Uh, you know, when I was a freshman at college, I went to Yo-Yo Ma and I said, well, I guess that, that area's done. That guy's done. Oh. That's, there was never going to be another guy like him. I said, I saw. So he had him in person or was that in the meta? That wasn't in the metaverse. Yeah. Per- but you have to have PCR. You have to have a PCR test, test. to see Yo-Yo Ma. Yes. In person. No, no, at go Mark Benioff. Right. Mark Lane. Yes. Yeah, yeah. These days, everybody's got a test for everything. Yeah. By the way, testing is much easier, thankfully. Yeah, you've seen ads for Binax everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah, Binax and the stock continues to do very, very well as people realize that, wait a second, you got to test regularly because you don't know who has it. And they make, everyone thinks that they're gouging. That's not, that's not right. They haven't raised the price. And it's just that in Europe, in London, you get it free. You know, they give it to you free in UK. Here are they charge. Well, the testing here in the vans on this, you can, is free. I do. I love the concierge. Yeah. But no, right? I mean. No, yeah. concierge van. Once you get Comes your QR it. code, you just go up and get tested. Boom. We, we test you. I like it. Yeah. Guys, we're hanging on to 4,700, roughly. Uh, Dow's up 175, even with all the hand-wringing about CPI. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Yeah, we're up nicely and holding the gains. It's not a huge rally, but it's a very broad rally. What does that mean? I always get asked, what does that mean, broad rally? Well, four to one, advancing to declining stocks. That's a broad rally. More importantly, it's broad in terms, stylistically, in terms of sectors. You have growth, like technology stocks. Semi's having a great morning. Uh, Broadcom's up like $50, like close to 10%. It had a great report, $10 billion buyback. It's just killing it, all, all, all cylinders there. Uh, energy started up, is now flattish, but there's materials. Uh, so you get uh, sectors that uh, have uh, uh, cyclical characteristics, consumer staples, which are defensive characteristics up. That's a broad rally. Transports are, are a little bit uh, not participating as much because the airlines are a little weaker today. But by and large, the airlines have had a, a pretty good week. So where are we right now? The headline on the CPI, OK, we know what the headline is going to be, 6.8 percent. That'll be screaming. Uh, it's not great, uh, but it's not unexpected. And the key thing about and why you're seeing this market reaction, this is a completely different market than two weeks ago because the Fed has already become more hawkish. The Fed has moved in advance of the market. Had the Fed done nothing, this would not, we would not be seeing the market looking like this. So what's happened? Short-term yields have already moved up. What else has happened? The dollar has already moved up. What else? The emerging market stocks have moved down. That's a very typical reaction. And we've seen speculative tech, uh, Kathy Wood stuff, crypto, 
already weaker. The market's different than it was two weeks ago. So give Jay Powell a, a little credit here. Uh, what else is going on here? You notice this bifurcation between big cap tech, mega cap tech actually, uh, and the more speculative stuff. So, you know, for, look at just from the 52-week high, you can slice and dice this a million different ways, but Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, NVIDIA, you know, from 52-week highs, they're not that far off from where they were on 52-week highs. Look at the more speculative tech stocks, stuff associated with Kathy Wood, for example. Uh, this is a pretty big difference. Tesla, Coinbase, Spotify, Twilio, Roke, you could go on and on. There's, there's dozens of names here associated with it. But you see the huge bifurcation between mega cap tech and more speculative tech. Big gulf in terms of what investors are willing to keep their money in right now. So where are we? What are we going next? Uh, what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks? Obviously, uh, the Fed and again, give Powell some credit. The tightening has been well telegraphed. Uh, and that's why we're getting this market today. Omicron. Well, all right. Is it more infection, less virulent? This is the narrative we want to believe. The Pfizer news was a really big plus. Fauci, uh, uh, give him some credit. Uh, he was right directionally on where the story was going on Omicron so far. I still maintain if that is the correct narrative on Omicron, then the big story for 2022 is not Omicron. The big story will become how strong will the consumer remain? Not in January. How strong is the consumer, Carl, going to be in June, July, August, September next year? That's the big question that we're going to have to deal with. And we're all going to be talking about that come January. Carl, back to you. As we go to break, let's take a look at how Treasuries are faring this morning. Obviously, hugely important CPI print today. And uh, the consensus largely got it right. Uh, some taking some solace in the core, up five-tenths. Prior months was uh, six-tenths. You got the 10-year back to 147. Uh, and on a real basis, got lowest levels in several, several years. Uh, Dow's up 154. We'll be right back. A reminder, you can always get in on the new CNBC Investing Club with Jim, especially on the heels of his event yesterday, which was fabulous. Go to CNBC.com slash Investing Club or use the QR code on the screen. It takes you right there. Hanging on to some pretty steady gains, at least in the first half hour of trade. 46.92. We're back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Cole. Cowan's been doing a couple of really great pieces, uh, best ideas for 2022. My favorite so far is Oliver Chen today, talking about Macy's. If you look at Macy's from the summer, it went all the way up because they announced this great, that they're thinking about doing this terrific initiative. They've got great Omni, uh, great third-party marketplace, growing loyalty program. So this may be the level to get back in. You've sidestepped a gigantic move up as people got very excited uh, about the idea of spinning off the dot-com, so to speak. But this is a good level. Jeff Gannett's working very hard for you. I think they're going to have a good holiday season. I like this call very, very much. How about tonight? I, look, I'm, I'm possessed by housing. And there's a company called ASEC that makes the, the, the decking that I use. I don't know if you know it. Jesse Singh was a terrific executive at 3M. Now he's running this. He's doing an amazing job at ASEC. And what I want to do is get the temperature of people who are putting new decks down. Everything in a home. You can't. This man's putting up factories, trying to keep up with demand. This is some country right now. Wow. Demand in everything. Even cream cheese. Yes. Thankfully, perhaps not a shortage. That would be devastating. I'm from Philadelphia. That would say a lot about us. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. That's where all the cream cheese comes from. <laughs> Jim, we'll see you tonight. Great show, guys. Good week. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. 
Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.